The Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Alicia Thayer. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarina. And this time we're covering Season 2, Episode 8 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Things We Bury, originally <gasps> aired on November 18th, 2014. All right, and the uh, quick summary for the episode, uh, Coulson and team find themselves in an epic face-off against Hydra to uncover an ancient secret, while Ward kidnaps his brother, Senator Christian Ward, for a violent trip down memory lanes. Ooh. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Yep, I forgot to do that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Covering my ass. Thank you very much. Always here. You know, I forgot about that in total, but something did seem really off. So, so yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is kind of a weird episode. Um, we we have pretty much three completely distinct storylines. So we're going to be doing all of those or like each of them in, in their own kind of entirety. So. Okay. Um, all right. So we're going to start with the first one. And that's pretty much the uh, the whole uh, Whitehall storyline with Bakshi mm-hmm. and then the part of the shield team that is at the base. So, um, you know, Bobby Hunter may. Uh, I think Mac was with them too, and then uh, Simmons. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the episode uh, starts. It's uh, 1945. We're in Austria, and uh, Whitehall is uh, basically interrogating someone, and uh, uh, he has the obelisk, right? And then he, mm-hmm. uh, yep, has that. So, um, yeah, he's doing. He's re- it's reminiscent of like old fashioned uh, Nazi experiments where. If you know anything about World War II history, you hear about this, these horrible experiments the Nazis did on people. And it's terrifying. very much like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it was, uh, it was interesting because you kind of see that the entire thing that he's just trying to test is, does it affect different people different? Like, the, the time to die. And he said that it's um, you know, pretty much the, like, it's a different amount of time that it takes to kill you. Um, mm-hmm. Just but they have no reason why. Right. <laughs> Which it, kind of feels a like weird. a nice, yeah, it, it kind of feels like a nice reason actually like built into the show to, to make it easy when you want to kill off the nameless character. Cause that happens in a second versus right. someone who has had a few lines. So that'll take, you know, a couple minutes. Like when <laughs> it did it to uh, the woman at the beginning of season two. Yeah. Shield agent Xena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, she'll do that when it took forever to kill her, whereas uh, the uh, <laughs> the guy that they just tested on was like instantly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so then they bring in this uh, mystery woman who can touch it. Uh, that does change the obelisk; it makes it all orange, the color of mystery. Yep, <laughs> that's why Tigger is the most mysterious of the Winnie the Pooh characters. Because Tigger is a wonderful thing. He's the only the one, too, but where did he come from? This one new thing about Tiggers is he's the only one. All right. <laughs> All righty. Um, so, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. The Chinese woman is actually played by one of those Jaws Wheaton is returning she Chinese? characters. Um, well, I assume she's Chinese because 
of the they got from a, her from a tribe in China. Later in the episode, they say. Oh, they, they, they say China. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought it. I thought it was like, I don't know, somewhere else. No, um, because it, it repeat. They repeat. They tell the story over again, that he tears up the tribe in China, and that these agents are found her in China. Okay. So I'm assuming she's Chinese. Fair enough. But um, the actress is, I'm probably misspelling or mispronouncing her name, it's Daichen Lachma, D-I-C-H-E-N-L-A-C-H-M-A-N, Lachman. We apologize for any mispronunciation. Yes. Again, <laughs> if you're listening, please come on the show. We will definitely like to discuss your name and anything else. But um, she was in uh, Dollhouse, which was a Joss Whedon show. She was one also of the main that. people. It's uh, all right. I mean, it's it's definitely of his four shows. It's my least favorite, but it's not a bad show by any means. Okay. Um, yeah, but she's one of the main people on that. So just want to mention the returning character. All right. <laughs> or actress. Yay for Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alrighty, so then we go to uh, modern day, um, and then we've got uh, now Whitehall uh, and a team of people. Hmm? Can we step back? Can we step oh, back? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so the one thing you didn't mention is uh, that basically once finding out that White Whitehall finds out that she can touch the obelisk, he basically threatens to experiment on her. Oh, yeah, with this creepy catchphrase. Right. Discovery yeah, requires experimentation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was it. Please proceed. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's, that's good to remember because that's going to come up later. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so now... Now modern modern day we're good we're all good yeah we're uh, wait uh, <laughs> one nope, more thing nope, sorry nope. I'm, I apologize uh, <laughs> we find out uh, we find out also that the uh, red skull has fallen and that agent Carter shows up to basically or not agent Carter shows up but basically the allies are coming to get him yeah so this is the same day as the end of the first Avenger yes which is strange. I mean, and it's the straight... beginning of season two, where we find Agent Carter capturing the obelisk, right? Yeah, I figure it's a few weeks after because we know that she is emotionally distraught over the quote-unquote death of Steve. So I think maybe at least a few days before she goes on that mission to Austria. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like she was the one to throw herself into the work, though. So I don't know. Yeah, we that timeline is a little wonky at the end when we get that montage of the end of the war. Right. Yeah. All right. So now, right. now we're I'm good. good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so now, modern day, uh, Whitehall and team are, are looking at the obelisk info that they got. Apparently, uh, they're telling him stuff that he already knew decades ago. Uh, and then him and the guy who goes by the name of the doctor. Uh, Dr. Sky's like, dad. Yep. Dr. Sky's dad. Uh, they go ahead and chat. Uh, Whitehall says um, he pretty much the only two things he knows about it. Some people can touch it, and he says it's a weapon. And then Dr. Sky's dad said, it's not a weapon, basically laughing in his face. Right? (laughs) I like the doctor's personality, because I think these happy, creepy people are much more terrifying than just, like, evil, creepy people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, back to uh, Joss Whedon. Their season three of Buffy has a character called the mayor, who's the mayor of the town, who's this, like, demon guy who's always super happy when he's talking about murdering children and getting the blood of people to do evil demon things. And he's, like, Creepy. terrifying and wonderful. 
creepy. Yeah, uh, yeah, Joss Whedon does that like a couple of times with like characters and things in, in some of his shows because he did that with Buffy, he did that in Angel with, with some characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something you remember about the characters. They're always my favorite villains as well. I love mm-hmm. them. <laughs> but um, Dr. Sky's dad says that it's not a weapon, it quote unquote divines the worthy, which is why it's called the diviner. Mm-hmm. Worthy of what? We don't know. But it does something, scientifically speaking, much, much cooler than kill people. (laughs) Which, I guess to Hydra, like, that's one of the same. Really cool and killing people, but alright, alright. Well, I guess, I guess, uh, uh, Whitehall's probably, like, not, wait, not, uh, not making a decision until he actually knows what it fully does, so okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Hold judgment until then. All right, so then we move on to uh, the next scene. So this is kind of one of the uh, uh, it kind of goes with the other stuff, but I'm going to put it here anyway. Um, this is Coulson and May are, are chatting over the the you know teleconference line, basically um, setting up the the divergent storylines here. May's not happy; she's stuck at the base. Mm-hmm. Right. Which makes me think Ming Na Wen, the actress, is probably like on vacation. Yeah, you'll film these like three scenes, and then you can have the rest of the week off or something like that. <laughs> I always wondered if that's kind of how that works for the the characters, right? If you're like one of the main characters, but it's an episode you're not in much. Like, do do you still get the same paycheck, and do you only have to show up the one day? Because that well, would be um, great. I don't know about Shield or American shows, but I do know about Doctor Who. Um, in Doctor Who, they have like Doctor Light episodes where um the Doctor doesn't show up. Like the most famous one is Blink. Like mm-hmm. he's in a few scenes, but he's mostly not in it. Mm-hmm. They do that because they're contracted for a certain amount of episodes. And in Doctor Who, the Christmas episode for the first few seasons was not in the contract. So they'd have to give them time off. Oh. So I wonder if they, some characters, some actors might have it. Yeah, I'll be in 21 of these 22 episodes or have a certain amount of screen time and they want to use that character for more screen time in another episode. So they have to write them out and have them light in the one episode or the other. Oh, good to know. Interesting. That does that makes a lot of sense too. But, uh, all righty. So anyway, moving on, um, back to well, back at the base, basically. Uh, now we've got um, Bobby uh, interrogating Bakshi. Oh, and I did uh, make sure to um, take note this time because we we all seem to keep forgetting how to pronounce his name. It is Bach, like the composer, not Bakshi, like like the composer back. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, um, yeah, this was an interesting, uh, start to the interrogation. There's kind of the back and forth and she comes back here and there, but, um, yeah, let's see. I think Tony, I think you had something you want to talk about for that. Yeah. Um, they have, uh, she kind of criticizes him. Uh, He's got this whole bond villain thing going for him where the (laughs) actor, I'm going. Another name I'm going to mispronounce. His first name is Simon. Can say that one. His last name is Cassianides. Cassianides. K a s s i a n i d e s. But the actor was actually played a minor Bond villain in um, Quantum of Solace. He plays some guy called Yusuf, mm. which I'm not a big Bond fan. But yeah, he is a Bond villain, so it's pretty on the nose for her calling him a Bond villain. <laughs> 
And I also like that they have an t- interrogation. During the interrogation, they have an audience all watching it because a lot of people don't like Bakshi. Kind of like a lot of people don't like Ward. It's nice to have a camera there so people don't have to sit in the interrogation room rooting like, for. That, that interrogation <laughs> room's getting a lot of use now. Yeah. Well, you think they had that room on the bus last season, that one that was secure, that the roof would come off of, that kind of screwed over Sif and... um. Amor. Who the other person that Garrett was um was testing out was interrogating, they use that interrogation room a lot also. So I think they just like using interrogation rooms. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. So while they're uh, um, you know also while they're you know have the audience with the uh, uh, Bobby interrogating Bakshi, um, you know Hunter of course has to take another dig at her and say that uh, oh Bobby can pretend to like anything. Um, like uh, like yeah, quinoa? I wonder if she can pretend to like that. Well, I don't know. From what I hear, it, sounds, it tastes like sand. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if Matt could do it, well, now I'm curious. Like, I want to know if she could. Because if Matt could do it for so long. Tony. Like, who who would be the better um, the better spy in that case? Tony. <laughs> yes? Do you know what sand tastes like? Yes. How I think every person like? who has ever been everyone... to a beach. Thank you, Al. I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> Everyone enough. knows what sand tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> you know, I, I hate sand. It's so rough and coarse. And Wait, the wrong movie. <laughs> Terrible movie. I'm confused now. The Star Wars episode two. No, I've seen like once. The worst Star Wars. <laughs> And yes, I stand by that. Worse than the holiday special, Star Wars Episode 2. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh I think, than I think those are fight Ewoks words. to Battle of Endor. <laughs> I think Star those Wars are fight two. words. No, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I've never seen the Ewoks, but uh, I didn't think yeah. Episode 2 was all that bad. But Well, you're wrong. So, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the Ewok adventure movies are freaking terrible. Um, at least the uh, holiday special is like so bad it's good territory. <laughs> it's so bad it's think... worth making fun of, sort of thing. Yeah, I I love watching it around Christmas. <laughs> oh, I I didn't know there were Ewok movies. Like how how many are there? Are Two. they recent? It's, okay. No, no, God no! Uh, right, right after <laughs> I know they're um, not Return recent. Of the Jedi. Right mm-hmm. after Return of the Jedi, they have um, Ewoks Caravan of Courage, followed by Ewoks The Battle for Endor. I was going to say, I think Battle for Endor is one of them. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Caravan of Courage, significantly better than Battle for Endor. Um, both terrible. <laughs> oh. It, each of those two times that you said Caravan of Courage, I thought you were going to say Care Bear something something um, and i was a <laughs> little disappointed when you didn't <laughs> caravan of care bears hmm. care bear meet the hour of the ewoks the most ambitious crossover of all time screw <laughs> infinity war apparently mm-hmm. <laughs> no <laughs> interesting mm-hmm. anyway back to this episode uh yeah <laughs> so uh let's see what do we got here yeah so bobby and bakshi are, are in that interrogation room uh, she's asking him hey why you know why are you not a lead uh, and then he just kind of spills out some info that um, uh, sounds very, uh, very useful to them, to at least the the Shield team right there, saying uh, basically talking about how old Whitehall is, because saying that he worked with the Red Skull, and um, 
Um, he also mentioned something about uh, you know turning people to stone, but uh, ma- mainly the mainly the age thing about Whitehall. So that's uh, that's new information for the team. Yeah. Which um, I totally forgot. Like you know, as the as an audience member, I've known this for weeks. But it's always interesting to remember. Oh yeah, that's right. The characters don't know, which is good. Yeah, some dramatic irony. Although it's not really great irony if we forgot about it too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. All right. So uh, right after that, uh, Bobby, Mac, and Simmons they all chat about the uh, interrogation. Bobby's all you know, like, "Hey, why? Why did she say? Or why did uh, Bakshi say? You know, Whitehall's really old. We should look into this." Right. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, um, that's pretty much it. They kind of go off, um, and then uh, yeah, so files. Simmons. Yeah, exactly. So Simmons goes and she finds the uh, 084 files, um, starts chatting with May. Signed by Peggy Carter, because Simmons is a big Peggy Carter fan, just like the rest of us. Right. <laughs> well, she saw the two seasons and wants more. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so she uh, so she finds uh, that information, finds out Whitehall was, uh, or sorry, uh, Reinholdt. You know, different guy uh, was taken mm-hmm. by the Howling Commandos, and yeah. uh, isn't it Reinhardt? Mm-hmm. Reinhardt, ah, great. Yeah, Reinhardt. Ah, all right. I'm going off of memory. I didn't write down the name. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so he uh, yeah, was taken by the Howling Commandos, and then May finds just happens to go and and uh, open a secret compartment she already knew about in in that office to with the key to mm-hmm. Vault B. Can I mention something here? Nope. Anyway, keep going now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Lisa. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, where the heck is Koenig? Yeah, Koenig oh, yeah. hasn't been seen in a while. <laughs> right? I was like, he would be the one to know where all the files are. Where is he? Yeah, he would be perfect. Hmm. He's probably in charge of another base. They have all those secret bases everywhere. They probably put him somewhere where he'll be useful. Hmm. I, I, I know, know something about little, this, and I, I'm calling shenanigans. I'm um, I actually don't know what happens. I know he shows up more, okay, but I don't know where he's been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they don't really other than like the first two episodes that he shows up. Right? Was he was he even in episode two? I think he was just in the season premiere. Well, I don't even remember yeah. him being in the season premiere. I thought but it could yeah, be. I thought he was just in the finale. Yeah. No, he was in the season premiere for season two um, because um, I, I remember Sky and Trip were talking about like about oh. them. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's it. That's he, all I remember. Is he twins or is he mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah, something else. Robots or aliens or something crazy. Alternate yeah. dimension bodies. Yeah, <laughs> he's a watcher. He uh, or Stanley. that. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, Vault B, um, what do you think is in Vault B? Like why? I mean, we know why Ward was in Vault D, but uh, B? Well, Ward was in D because he's despicable. Mm-hmm. So I was B right. Is Koenig was in the first episode. Of... Okay. Yeah. B is for Badass? books and files. <laughs> <laughs> so my Badass first thought was... My first thought was baboons. Now, later, Boom. find out 
horribly wrong, but... Uh... Although this would have been a much stranger <laughs> episode. <laughs> just baboons just burst out and they're loose on the base for the rest of the episode. Oh my god, that was hilarious. And Fitz isn't even there to see it. Uh, oh, you don't want to get in the way of a baboon. Oh, I they're know. not nice. No, like they're not. No, they're not. No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in two scenes. But the next scene of the episode, <laughs> um, <laughs> we we rewind a bit more. Uh, we're, so we're back to 1945, and Agent Carter is interrogating uh, um, pr- Whitehall's previous name. What is it? Reinhardt or Rein? Reinhardt. Reinhardt. Yeah. Reinhardt. I gotta say, okay, though, I didn't remember um, right. There's going to be a lot of wooing and screaming, apparently, when we get to Agent Carter TV show. Because every time she's on screen, we're just going, woo! (laughs) Which will be always... It's going to be quite annoying. Be prepared for ten weeks of that, guys. (laughs) Or eight weeks for the first season. (laughs) Is it only eight for the first season? Yeah, eight for the first, ten for the second. Aww. Yep. Yep, yep. Anyway. All right. Uh, So she (laughs) is uh, interrogating him, and Whitehall... Reinhardt, I mean, uh, really wants to to make a deal. She is not too keen on that. Nope. Eight and twelve. Because she knows about his experiments. What'd you say, Alicia? Eight and twelve. Oh, eight and twelve. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't want him because of she knows about the human experiments, which is probably a line for her. Probably because well, Steve was an mm-hmm. experiment. That's true, but it wasn't cruel. It was a little cruel. It was a little cruel. (laughs) It was a little cruel. Mm -hmm. He did volunteer. There's that. True. That's true. (laughs) I don't think anyone volunteered for Reinhardt's experiments. No. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty. So now that we've rewound there, let's uh, fast forward back to modern day. Um, Oh, oh, so um, now we've got Whitehall and uh, Dr. Sky's dad continuing their conversation, which... I think is the same scene as earlier. Like they, they, they didn't really cut this together too well. I, I wasn't sure if maybe it was a new conversation or the same conversation they had at the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, this is pretty much what, uh, what you know, you said, Tony, uh, um, you know, doctor says, you know, the, the diviner is uh, here to basically kill a ton of humanity, but not everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. That's, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we finally find out the the whole reason for Doctor Sky's dad being around is he just wants to kill a whole bunch of people because he lost his family. Such a cliche mm-hmm. character. Which I'm yeah. starting to think perhaps something's going on there. By the way, I'm starting to mm-hmm. well, at least when I was watching the episode, I was like starting to kill a bunch of people. I was like, and where did where did they pick Sky up from originally? China. Which makes me think perhaps that the there's something going on for that. Yeah. Um also you gotta wonder, how does uh Doctor Sky's dad know about all this stuff? Where Reinhardt's been working for years and doesn't know all this stuff. Right. So little and of course something's a little off about him in general. Well, so. I'm starting to think that there's a connection, a more of a connection between Whitehall, Reinhardt, Sky's dad. I was like, there's something mm-hmm. like maybe not like a friendly connection, but there's something that connects them. Oh yeah. When I was watching it, and then I found out at the end, I was like, oh, but we're not there yet. So. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. So now we're back to uh, back with the team, the Shield team on on the base, um, and now they're the in Shieldies. Vault B. 
and we find out that B is for boxes, not baboons. No. <sighs> so then we find out that Hunter finds uh, Whitehall's SSR file, or sorry, Reinhardt's. Uh, and then we f- and uh, who was it? Was it Simmons? Yeah, it was Simmons who says, "Oh, it's the same guy." Why? How? Yeah. Yep. And uh, so then they're all questioning that. Um, then we go back t- again, rewind to 1945. <laughs> um, Carter and Terry got uh, Whitehall some more. Sorry, Reinhardt some more. Uh, Reinhardt. Uh, Reinhardt. All right, too many names. <laughs> too many names. All right, Reinhardt. Um, and she's uh, she's very happy that he's going to be stuck in a, a cell there for for the rest of his life. That's kind of mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it looks like uh, we we get a little time lapse of his time in a cell for forty four. I years. did like that version of the time lapse <laughs> where you see everything changing through forty four years right. of him being stuck in that cell. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. Much yeah. better than the, his makeup later. Was it 44 years? It was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They did they say, say 44, 44 years, years later. And then they say it's 1989, which is... Um, the year of my birthday. Yeah, 44 years after 45. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he uh, uh, he gets released by uh, by Pierce, Alexander Pierce, who, you know, the, the bad guy in Winter Soldier. So at this point, he's... I think they said he was Senator Pierce. I think it was the he's title. Under Secretary Pierce. Ah, there you go. Under- Secretary Pierce. Okay. Or Undersecretary? That's a title? Yeah. Under... Yeah, it's like vice secretary, but I don't think they have vice secretaries. They're called undersecretaries. Oh, oh good to know. Hmm. All right. Anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, you know, Hydra, you know, reminder that Hydra's basically all over. They they get him out. Um. Yeah, and the the whole reason that they even let him out was because they found that girl again who could touch the obelisk from. Mm-hmm. The opening scene, the one who made it mysteriously orange. And she hasn't aged yep. a day. <gasps> Crazy. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we go to the next scene. Uh, they're in Austria, well, 1989, back in that old Nazi castle. Uh, yeah, that's well, where we do, see. They do yep. say that discovery requires experimentation. Ooh. So he needs to experiment. Oof, and this uh, this does not go well. No. Uh-uh. Not for her. It goes yeah. really well for him. Oh, yeah, it does great things for his skin. Right? <laughs> um, Unfortunately, his hair still remains that color. Mm-hmm. But that's a good look for him. I, I think it's okay. <laughs> it's, All righty. It's lucky. Mm-hmm. It's lucky that it worked just at that age. He could have put all the organs in and then gone back to like 12 and no one would have listened to him. <laughs> <laughs> Did he put like? Because uh, I'm assuming he put his or her organs inside of him. I I'm guessing we that's don't how it find out. Yeah, I, mean, like, I mean, I mean, I don't know. We, it was that maybe he made a smoothie out know of the that, organs. We know he, that he took some spinal fluid for her, and I know that is transferable. But I don't. It's well, it's hard to say. I I can't I can't use real science as evidence because um mm. this can't happen <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I play one on TV, though. But I don't think that this is possible, so I can't use real science as evidence of why it would or wouldn't work. For all we know, she he could have her heart in him to make him younger. Mm. It's weird. But I, 
I was going to say, like, did he get some spinal fluid and then it aged him like 10 years and then he put a heart in and it just aged him like another eight years and then a lung in and then went too far. So they had to take the lung out and have to do something else. Is that how it worked? Mm. Well, <laughs> they, they also kind of made it seem like they didn't say one or the other, but they kind of made it seem like he was the only one doing surgery stuff. So did he then do the surgery on himself or did he have like someone else? like another surgeon with him like all right i want this this and this put him in me uh, well you have to have someone else although you've spoken in the previous episode about something about self-surgery um machines which freaked me out but yeah there were some reviews in, of things on amazon mm -hmm. did did those exist in 1989 could he have amazon no well i know <laughs> 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 Um, well played. Well that's played. a good point. Maybe. <laughs> um, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, if, I'm I'm gonna go exist, with this. If they exist now, and he's probably got shield or at least government resources, they might have had access to something like that. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna go with he made a smoothie of her her liver okay. or something and drank it. I don't know. Maybe. Um, that's also like how did he do that like did he just take the entire body part or did he like take a piece of it and like like shaved it off and and noticed oh my liver got younger i don't know mm -hmm. that's a very good question a lot of this doesn't make sense <laughs> accurate <laughs> all right so with that creepy conversation out of the way uh <laughs> Uh, we can move on. So um, now we're back at the shield base, uh, still present day, modern day. Uh, Hunter uh, is giving Bobby some of those files to basically help with the interrogation of Bakshi. So then she's using that uh, in the uh, interrogation. Mm -hmm. So uh, Bakshi's really trying to turn the tables on Bobby, you know, doing some of that that mental stuff. Like, oh, it made it was really easy for you to to act like one of us in Hydra. Yeah. That uh, yeah, that did not work out for him no. at all. No, it did not. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, then Hunter, then uh, Bobby, you know, kind of shows him all the evidence. Like, hey, thanks for that information you gave us. It was really helpful. And he kills himself. Tries to kill himself. Tries. Yeah, they they oh, have yeah. him in the hospital bed. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, which uh, uh, Hydra upgraded their um cyanide right um. Oh, yeah. It used to be in the teeth, but now it's in his cheekbone, which uh, is actually a much better hiding place. Now you've got to check their skull every time. Uh, yeah, they need a, an x-ray or something. Yep. Yeah, and I was wondering that because I, <laughs> like, I don't know if that's, like, I, I don't know what it would look like in, like, a, you know, the, the original tech of it being, like, a, a tooth cap or something. Like, is it easy to find if you just, like, look at someone? But um, I'm glad they mentioned that, that it was, you know, embedded in the cheekbone itself. And that also explains why he, like, slammed his head on the table in order to, to break, break it, that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was just going to, you know, try to kill himself, you know, by slamming your head into a table, not thinking about cyanide. And I was like, that probably wouldn't kill you might give you brain damage might give you concussion but i don't think you just sitting there you could get enough momentum to smash your own brain mm -hmm. but the cyanide <laughs> makes sense <laughs> yeah 
So anyway, um, he ends up uh, not dead. Um, I don't know if he's in a coma or what, but he's he's basically in a hospital bed. He could be uh, in a yeah. medically and induced then, coma. Uh, yeah, or that. Yeah. I don't know how cyanide kills you, so I don't know how to stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was fairly instant, but... I thought it was okay. too, but I guess you, not. Well, you have enough time to say cut off one head and two more will grow or whatever. <laughs> so... Okay, they, they were able do to do it. <laughs> they were able to stop him quickly. Okay. Yep. Okay. So anyway, uh, and then in the the final scene for this part of the storyline that we'll talk about, um, you know, with with uh, Bakshi in that hospital bed, um, Hunter and and Bobby are, are chatting about Bakshi, or sorry, they're they're chatting as they're watching Bakshi. Um, then they you know argue, they get in a lovers' quarrel, but um, things work out. Seems uh, pretty happy for them uh... in the end. <laughs> Yep, and where Alicia and I are going to have a disagreement because I saw a hurdle <laughs> note. I think this is a completely necessary sex it's scene, which most not. scenes are unnecessary. Because the only reason you got to think of why do these people, why did these people get married? Is that is they get married because of the passion they have for each other and absolutely nothing else. What did else. it bring to the table? What did so it bring to the storyline? Besides, they were already arguing. We it, already know they're still kind of hot for each other. We, I don't know that we need to see it. Yeah, but now now they're going to be romantically involved with each other no. compared to just bickering probably i'm i'm gonna side with tony on this one just because you know like most of the time yeah the sex scenes are completely unnecessary but this one i mean it didn't like go on very long it was just a really quick like and they go here into a, a car um but yeah it's it's one of those things where like now you know okay they are doing and i assuming it's the first time like it hasn't happened before since they started working together as S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, they've been too negative to each other. They probably... Mm-hmm. I think Hunter... I mean, I don't remember. Hunter might not be more decent to her after this, but he might be. Mm-hmm. We'll know next week. Yeah. Yes, we will. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Right. So with that, we can go ahead and jump to a, a different uh, third of the storyline here. So part mm-hmm. two, basically... Um, and let's talk about uh, Coulson and his part of the team. So this is them landing in Hawaii. And so we've got uh, Coulson, Fitz, Sky, and Trip. They're all working together. So uh, they land on Oahu, which is the main island, not the big island of Hawaii. So that's something True. to note. Um, I didn't know that for years and was so confused when I first went to Hawaii that I was not going to the big island. I went to the main mm-hmm. island. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so Coulson uh, has some weird spy missions, uh, basically, for both Trip and Sky. Um, they're both getting some crazy gadgets that Coulson got from Q, and they just kind of each have their own little thing to do. And they had, what, 45 minutes to do those things, I think is what it yeah. was. I like how um, he's telling, oh, it's a normal watch, but if it starts leaking liquid, drop it and run. He's like, that doesn't seem like a normal watch. <laughs> And also, and, the uh, button might cause sterilization and trip. So, be careful. Right? That was, that was mildly terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Fitz gets his own mission. Uh, basically, keep practicing um, to uh, set up a trans uh, transmitter? Transmitter? Transceiver? Transceiver. Transceiver. Okay. Um, Transparent? Transsexual? Nope. Uh- <laughs> I mean, one of those words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did we know Fitz only had one working hand? I, I had the same thought. I wondered about that too. I did not know that. 
Okay, so if we all missed it. <laughs> yeah, they probably they did not set that up very well. Unless there's like a deleted scene and he just smashed his hand in the car door or something. It, it, has, it wasn't from the uh, what happened at the finale. <laughs> uh, maybe. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. I'm glad. I'm glad none of us were thinking we're all crazy or horribly. No, I was, I was a little worried. But, uh, that's that. I was good. Like, um, okay. Yeah, I am happy that Fitz is back mm-hmm. in the field. Mm-hmm. Which they're actually giving, making him feel useful again. Giving some confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is good because the next scene uh, that we see of, of the team right here uh, starts with Fitz uh, actually working on that, trying to set up that transmitter. Um, oh, I think it was transmitter because that's what I wrote down in my yes. notes. Anyway, one okay. of these things, transmitter, transceiver. Um, he's trying to get that you know set up in under six minutes, um, and uh, that is not working out well for him. He's uh, really frustrated mm-hmm. with it. So yeah, uh, then Sky and Trip walk in, and they've completed their missions. Woo-hoo. Yeah, uh, Sky has the tie, the blue tie, mm-hmm. or no, uh, Trip has a blue tie mm-hmm. that was a gift from uh, Audrey, okay. the cellist. Uh-huh. So that was nice. It was cute. <laughs> yeah. Still holding. Don't on know why he left right? in Hawaii, but that was nice. Because <laughs> maybe that's where he got say, it. Like maybe uh, that was like she gave him the gift, and they were in Hawaii I'm together. Go with that. Yeah, possibly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. He hasn't had the time to, to go to Hawaii to, to pick it mm-hmm. up. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So after that, they uh, they decide, all right, we're going to head to Australia. And so so Colson is really keeping drop this. Bears, so. <sighs> I, you know, later in this episode when they were you know doing their whole mission, I, I was expecting a drop there. <laughs> something. Yep. Yeah. It would spice this episode up a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> it would. <laughs> Although I like this episode, so didn't need that no. much spicing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess they they kept debating. Like my assumption is that the writers and producers, whoever you know was running the show, they were debating like, are we going to have baboons in Vault B, or are we going to have drop bears in Australia? And they couldn't decide, and then it was just too late, so they didn't mm. do either one. Yeah, we're we're very much like Fitz. We decided we need more animals in the show. Accurate. So. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all righty so yeah so colson's definitely keeping everything super compartmentalized with uh, mm-hmm. what they're doing um but now they head on out to uh, australia to the outback to uh, laura creek uh which according to google maps um, there is a laura creek right in the smack dab in the middle of australia so it's right in the outback that he said uh this okay. is a, of course assuming you ignore the other laura creek australia that's closer to the east coast but uh I'm assuming it's the one in the center. All right. Because <laughs> okay. of what Coulson said. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then we get the, the whole uh, uh, plan that Coulson had for, uh, for all this. So that was, that was cool. Finally explaining the whole spy right. thing. That was nice. Yeah. The watching the button, making an EMP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, then they, they go ahead. They, um, basically do do their plan so um team gets into the base um and uh colson is not liking how that feels it's too right? quiet oh actually right before right before that mm-hmm. they're about to leave uh-huh. and they ask fitz if he's got it down to under six minutes and he's like well i got it down to seven minutes and 20 seconds so that's not good enough it's like oh that's seven minutes and 20 seconds with my bad hand my good hand i've got it fine <laughs> it's like <laughs> right? you go fitz <laughs> That was, 
that was really good because it like I mean he had so many hours between because like the last time we saw him was in Hawaii right so he had only had mm-hmm. forty five minutes but now flying there to Australia he's had a few yeah. hours yeah I don't know how yeah. long it takes to fly there but I don't know at uh, least at ten least. or something yeah probably well mm-hmm. yeah so they get inside uh, and then uh, the the whole team is ambushed Hydra. by uh, mm-hmm. Hydra agents which. Uh, I- not entirely so sure. I, I have a question. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. not entirely sure they're Hydra agents. Like, I was a little weirded out by that. Especially because Dr. Doctor is there. Well, it's not... I think it's Hydra because it's definitely not Mm-mm. security. Because not they tied up the guys? Uh, they wouldn't have tied yeah. up the real people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would assume it's Hydra because we have no other... They haven't set up any other enemies. So I would assume it was Hydra. Mm-hmm. And because Dr. Sky's dad is is there, um, like, didn't he say, I think I think he said earlier in the episode, he needs a, a team of people for mm-hmm. something. Or am no, I just making right. that up? Yeah, no, he says he needed it. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, the this is, it's interesting, because this is one of the few times they don't outright say, oh, it's Hydra. Ah. They don't do their catchphrase. Oh, no. yeah, catch yeah. Um. <laughs> no. Here's Hydra. <laughs> that catchphrase. <laughs> Where they, you know, they go Team Hydra, um, destroying uh, the evils of peace and love. <laughs> you know, the whole thing where they have they have the snake comes out and goes, "That's right." You know. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, is that something? <laughs> is that something else? <laughs> it- it's so a on red a serious skull, note. but he's got a big red ponytail, and he's got Whitehall with purple hair. So, oh my god! So on a slightly serious note, what is that a reference to? I have no idea what you're talking about. That's Pokemon Team Rocket. Oh, I completely forgot. Oh okay. my god! <laughs> Trailing back to what, like two weeks ago, where I made a Pokemon reference for my siblings. Yeah, I was actually thinking about um, when I was a kid, I dressed up as James for Halloween, and my sister was going to dress up as Jesse, but then she decided to go with Duplica, who was the Ditto's Pokemon trainer. I'm just like, that's a deep cut, but pisses let me off because it ruined my costume. I'm still bitter from when I'm 10. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Someday you'll get over it. Someday. I don't know. I'm 29 right now. It's been 19 years, and I'm not over it. It's, if it hasn't happened now, it's not happening. <laughs> That's it. You're just stuck with that grudge forever. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> Onwards. All righty. So I yeah. have a question. Um, mm-hmm. In this scene, the you know, there's a little firefight with the you know Coulson and team shooting at the Hydra agents. Did did Coulson and, and the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, were they using real guns and not icers? Because they sounded yeah. like real guns. And this I is one think... of those times where they would definitely be using icers. Eh. Would they, though? I think they use icers when there's civilians, more civilians present. Yeah, but I, I could have sworn, like, in the season premiere, they attacked that, um, I think it was Air Force Base. It was some some military base, and I could have sworn they used ICERs in that. Well, well, they did, but the military base, I mean, the military are doing their job. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're attacked in the in this place, it should be just technicians. If you're attacked, then there's right. something definitely wrong. Mm-hmm. You go for the kill. I thought there would at least be some kind of no. security, right? Like, like they they seem to have made it... Like a like a, a 
a fact in the show that getting hit with the icer is like an instant knockout, right? So it's not mm-hmm. it's not going to kill you, and it's it's very safe. So like I I feel like if they're attacking a military installation like they are here, they would have just used the icers. Maybe possibly I. I I feel like the justification is um maybe they have different types of weapons or maybe they have icer rounds and they have regular rounds and once they saw the the technicians all tied up they know something's wrong and you <laughs> don't you don't want to leave iced bodies there cuz you can't pick them up make them prisoners and that would just replenish Hydra's ranks, and you mm-hmm. want to deplete those. Gotcha. So, so as soon as they saw that, they're like, "Uh oh, switch out to the to the real ammo. We're hot yeah. Hydra." Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we have a firefight right here, um, and then at some point, Trip takes a hit to the shoulder. Um, trip down. That's... Trip down. No. <laughs> have you been waiting this entire episode trip. to say that? He's a. It would be bad as trip, tripped, trip, tripped. It's like what? <laughs> anyway, bad joke. Is Keep that, going. Keep going. Is that like one of those like calls to like like if someone's coming, do a bird sound? And so, so whenever trips there, do they just say trip, 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 trip? Yep. Yeah, hoot hoo, <laughs> twice like a barn owl, once like a snowy owl. No. <laughs> What's that one from? Too. I I, I know that's a reference the, to something, but the Hobbit. Oh, okay. It's okay if you didn't see that. It was pretty bad. <laughs> I saw that one. I didn't see either of the two sequels that they made. I like the dragon. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, so then, I like uh, all Dr. dragons. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that, that alone made me want to see it, but I it's on my list. I'll get around to it, maybe. Uh, anyway, so then Dr. Sky's dad shows up uh, offering help for Trip, who has uh, tripped down. Um, after mm-hmm. being shot and uh, oh man this guy is crazy we get a nice reminder about mm-hmm. that Ooh. are you talking about him using like using trip's life to barter with him yeah pretty much um yeah yeah so that's a that's a whole thing because he what did he do Ooh. he he snipped something in trip's arm S- i don't some know type some type of artery mm-hmm. yeah he tripped, he snipped he snipped trips artery and then um before that they're talking a little bit about the obelisk and he reveals that there's something inside the diviner which we don't know what it is and he also talks about like this unlimited power and Colson asks what are we talking about tesseract level of power and he goes sure <laughs> i don't know what that is <laughs> which is fair no, he, wouldn't. he wouldn't know what that is <laughs> but he's just like yeah yeah that sounds right I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is <laughs> which us you know watching this now we're like oh nope there's no way it would be you know oh, basically no. an infinity gem it's not but, a... uh... although people were theorizing that the obelisk was an infinity gem back when everyone thought it was oh. all connected which would have been great but no they're all just limited to the movies yep Alrighty. So yeah, so then the then the doctor Sky's dad gets away. They save Trip's life. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh then they also get to successfully the... hack in. Oh, that's right. They do. Because then in the next scene, uh Sky is basically running ops for mapping Earth and finding that city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems legit. Right. Seems like <laughs> realistic. Yeah. <laughs> 
I forget. Did they say where they found it or did they just find it? They found it. They didn't say it. I don't think they... Yeah, mm. I know where it is because I remember <laughs> from before, but I don't think they said it in this episode. <clears throat> yeah, same here. I was just trying to remember too. So, okay. Good to know. All righty. So, uh, does anyone have anything else there before we move on to our nope. part three of this episode? Uh, do we want to keep going about the little meat or... We'll talk about that because Ward's in the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I was saving that Ignore one. Ignore me. Okay, <laughs> keep going. All righty. So the, the last one, part three, at least this one, this is much, mm-hmm. much smaller, at least. Uh, so this is Ward's whole story in the episode. Um, and uh, can, basically... Can I say for the record, I did not care for this Can I say for a record, I forgot to call it for last episode, but I called <laughs> that he was going to try to kill his brother. <laughs> or going to kill his brother. Yeah, and there's some... There's some debate amongst us if she called it. I think she did call it in an episode, but Alicia's not sure if she did call it in an episode. But either way, she called it. That I just wanted to make sure it's, it's clear that I call okay. it. That he would kill it. <laughs> I called it before this. It was on the record. Okay. Somebody record that on the wiki, what Alicia has called. There is a wiki for us, right? Ooh, we have fandom? Nice. Maybe? No. Okay. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, actually, just kind of saying that, or you know, with what you said, Tony, about like, I I remember the first time I watched this, I liked this part of the story just because we were getting more about Ward's story. But watching it a second time, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that great. Nothing nothing special. But um, yeah, so anyway, um, so uh, the very first scene with this, we've got uh, uh, Senator. He's a senator, right? Yes. The the brother, Christian Ward. Yes. Okay, Senator. So yeah. Senator Ward is, uh, you know, in his car uh, calling his mistress, I assume. They didn't really say, but they really heavily yeah. implied. Um, yeah, being very, I think Alicia's note was yes. being very senatorial. Because of course <laughs> he has a mistress. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because... You know, they spend a couple of episodes of Ward just hyping up him being this horrible, horrible person. And I guess it feels like they, they kind of got here and they're like, well, what can we do to make him sound like a horrible person? I know. He cheats on his wife. And well, they already home. told us he's a senator, which isn't that bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like they could have, like, added to it some more. Like, not just the generic thing. It was very us like easy to to go with but yeah anyway um yeah mm-hmm. so then he's attacked by by agent ward mm-hmm. while he's on the phone like oh baby brother right as he was getting nope. off the phone too <laughs> that's right yeah he was like part way through the conversation so yeah so so would the mistress have like called someone like is that a, a possibility should should agent ward have have waited for that call to end um, it's a possibility, but I mean, I don't know anything about the mistress. Does she want to reveal that she's sleeping with the senator? Oh, that's a good point. It's, yeah, so maybe she'll be covering her own ass. Maybe he looked into the, who he's sleeping, who she's sleeping with. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Hard to say. Hmm. All right. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So then they go on. Uh, they go for a hike a together. Hike. You know, like brothers <laughs> do. They go with for one of them restrained. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm missing in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So then uh, Senator Ward is uh, pleading for his life. They argue, each blaming each other for being evil. No, you're evil. No, you're evil. No, you. No, you. You know, like brothers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, 
Agent Ward makes uh, Senator Ward dig up the well, the old well. Ah. Oh, is that a thing that they bury? <laughs> you know, oh, like yeah. the title of the episode? Yeah, they, they did bury it. Maybe. <laughs> 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 the things we bury. Yeah. <laughs> I had to scroll up in our notes really quickly just to remember what the title was. <laughs> Good to know. Uh all right, anyway, moving on. Uh, then they, they argue some more once uh, Senator Ward actually hits the well. I guess he hits it with the shovel. They never mm-hmm. really do much after... Oh, no, that's right. He, um, um, he Agent he Ward... In. Yeah, that's right. He, he puts him there, and he's about to throw him in, makes him, uh, uh, makes him admit to throwing the, their other Forcing brother him into, or into the well. Him to throw his younger brother down the well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, yeah. he goes on, he's crying about this, and so, yeah, that was interesting. And then he, he just very calmly takes him back home, like, oh, no, you're hugs done. Hugs him. That's good, I'm glad you him cried. Him back home. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the end of their story, right? Nothing else yeah. happens, everything's fine. Exactly. Ward's a good guy, the sender goes out fine, I think. Hmm. I, I I just fast-forwarded through all the Ward parts after this. Okay. <laughs> All right. And anything else? Anyone else want to bring up before we we wrap up this this it's part three? The word part. Award. No. It is. Yeah. It's a nice reminder of of him being the the specialist, right? The that kind of shield agent where you have to do whatever to, well, to get the outcome. Well, it's also a nice reminder that he mm-hmm. learned from his brother that he can manipulate just as well. Yeah, he did get it from somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think he said they're basically a, a, polit- a political family, right? Who I think it was Sky who said they're they're basically the um, um, like the cable TV Kennedys. The, yeah, like the Kennedys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. It runs in there. It Terrifying. runs in their blood. <laughs> all righty. So now we're now we're done with those. Let's all wrap everything up, and we get to the the basically the final scene of the episode. Um, and we have uh, Whitehall, Agent Ward, and uh, Doctor Sky's dad all chatting together, um, with the with the whole flashback of a couple of things. So we have the the flashback. Oh no, sorry, that's at the end. Um, <laughs> we have Whitehall and Ward talking, and we find out that Ward killed his brother and both of his parents, his mom and his dad. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like it's just Ward and the last brother that they have, which I'm kind of yeah. curious about his like. Like not really. I don't want an episode about it, but I'm curious. Like, what's what's that one up to? I'm sure he's well adjusted. You know, everything's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. So they're talking about that, and then uh, then uh, Doctor Sky's dad kind of walks in. He says, uh, "What was that line?" He said, um, "Oh, that's right. He's getting uh, acquainted with them, with the three of them, with the with Ward Two, finding out. Oh, hey, Ward uh, Ward knows some information right. about uh, Sky." basically so that's good to know mm-hmm. gonna team up probably at some point and then the doctor sky's dad says uh it's always good to look your enemy in the eye and then, then he, he turns and looks Whitehall. at Whitehall. <laughs> hint hint hmm. real subtle doctor sky's dad mm-hmm. <laughs> and i love how whitehall just grins at him like yeah i know i got you <laughs> 
All right, and then finally, the final scene of the episode is uh, the flashback to 25 years ago. We see a, a young man that looks like Dr. Sky's dad running through a forest at night, and he finds the woman who was tortured by Whitehall. <laughs> Experimented on the, for uh, a week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, and yeah. that's that's the episode. That's that was... Yeah, that was that was a lot of stuff. That was a really yeah. uh, packed up episode. <laughs> I did really enjoyed this one, except for the sky part or the ward part. But ward wasn't mm-hmm. that into this episode. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, does anyone have anything else? Anything before we uh, call it here? Nope. I'm no, good. we're closing on an hour. We better wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, everyone. Um, listen uh, next week when we talk about Agents of Shield season two, episode nine. Ye who enters here. Ooh. Ooh. And as always, please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind and please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, just note Whitehall, Ward, Guy's Dad, all teamed up at this point. It's not a great combination. Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of Shield Season 2, Episode 8, The Things We Bury. Signing off. Have a marvelous day.